0: what's up everyone this is the building and empowering people's podcast and i'm your host victor thomas and derrick simmons jr and like we said we just come to talk about life to motivate to encourage to do all the above you know so we're just gonna jump right into the podcast Um, got a couple interesting topics that we're going to discuss this week hopefully last week's um, podcast was you know was pretty incredible because I think personally, it was one of our best podcasts yeah, uh, ever. And if you haven't heard that, you can go check that out. That is episode 25. But we're gonna jump right into episode 26. And so the the topic, the first topic is, how long are you sticking to the things that you're doing, uh, Derek? We're gonna let you start off with that one. So how long are you sticking to the things that you're doing? Uh, what what do you think about people sticking to things like? How long do you think a person to, should stick to something before they give up, or before they decide that this isn't the right thing, or even make it personal? Like, yeah. so what are your thoughts on that?
1: Um. Well, I feel as if the more that you stay persistent in the right path, the more that you won't be easily easily provoked to fall off the wrong one. If that makes sense, it's like, okay. um, you know, really staying persistent will help you to really you know stay resistant to like things that would try to make you fall and even if it makes you fall it's like i know that i'm falling for a purpose because i'm on this right path in life um you know i've been sticking with um just speaking and just trying to find my calling ever since i was about in high school i really found it in high school and um there was times to where as if like i just wanted to you know quit you know what i'm saying because it's just like I'm on this right path but it doesn't feel as if nothing is growing but like the more that you keep on going on that right path and staying persistent it's like things grow and you don't even realize it you know what I'm saying um, so I think it's important to really um stay persistent that's 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 the main thing just staying persistent and the more that you stay persistent like things will grow from that even if you don't think they, they are so um, that's what I got So,
0: man, I think that, um, I think that a person should, um, me personally, I've had, you know, a couple experiences basically. So I've mentioned before, like my background, my background is pretty much in in food and culinary. You know, I went to school, got an associates and everything within it. I've worked, you know, every type of food service work from hospitals, hotels, convention centers, country clubs, you name it, I've done it and I stuck with that mm-hmm. for so long because it was a passion, but the passion to me had, I had to be paid for my passion. Yeah. So if I, didn't, I wasn't making the money, I felt I would leave and go to the next job. It was still pursuing the passion, but it was in different circumstances mm-hmm. and environments. And I did that like, so my first job was like Mickey D's at 17 years old. Right. And I continued to do food service up until probably about two, three years ago. And um, I stuck with that. So you think about that. That's like, man, that's like 10, 10 11 years. That I stuck with that what? because it was my passion. But then once I found my purpose, I had to stop the passion. And what happened was I didn't want to stop the, the, the passion because it was what I wanted. But then the purpose told me, I get this is what you want. But what you want isn't working out for you. Mm-hmm. So now try doing what you were meant to do instead of what you want to do. Exactly. And so I've been pursuing the the purpose for about five years. And I'm not going to say five years dedicated to it. Mm-hmm. I've been dedicated for about two and a half, three years. So I can say that uh, if you feel feel that you're on a path that is right for you, And things are just going wrong. I think that's just time to like self-assess, to evaluate, to see if this is actually what you were meant to do. You know, we're talking about the purpose and the passion. Is is this a passion or is this the purpose? Mm -hmm. Because if it's the passion, sometimes the passion doesn't line up with the purpose, and then the process they kind of go against each other. So back to an example of me again would be, my passion was cooking. My purpose is speaking. So cooking and speaking people are like, "Oh, why don't you combine v- those things and open up a food truck?" that's motivation It's like, "No, nah, you're still go trying ahead. to get me to focus on the passion. The purpose is something different." So I had to let go of the of the passion because the purpose is ultimately what I'm meant to do. Mm-hmm. So as an individual, you have to you have to find out if it is a passion or a purpose. Mhm. And secondly, you have to understand if the passion and the purpose is the same. Sometimes the passion and the purpose could be the same. If they are, great. Keep pursuing it. It's going to be some hardships. It's going to be some tough times. But at the end of the day, it's what you're meant to do. Mm -hmm. But if you realize that the passion and the purpose doesn't align and you've been following the passion, you need to try to find and seek God for that purpose, that gift that he's given you to work in. Your gift shall make room for you. So, once you can decide what that is and work on that, now you can go and get to the right direction and get on a path. And it's not, and don't look at it as because you started, you just now started on the purpose that you're too late because you've been having a passion for far too long. Mm-hmm. One thing how, about God and how God works is you're never too late to start on the purpose, you know, because He gives you gifts and abilities that you've had that's been dormant in you forever that you didn't realize you had because you've been focusing on other things now god unveils these things from inside of you and you start to do things and have things to happen that you didn't think was possible because you never knew about the purpose exactly so an example would be like uh colonel sanders I think he was, like, 63 years old before he opened up, like, KFC or Star to Pursue Chicken. Yeah. Like, a, a lot of people say stuff like, I'm too old, I'm this, I'm too young, I'm not this. It's like, mm-hmm. this man was, like, 63 years old. Now, I want to say 60 to 63. I'm not sure the the quite the age, but it was within that so when you think of that that's like inspiration to know like it, it doesn't matter how long it takes like it's possible mm-hmm. he showed that it was possible and there's countless other stories that prove that things are possible but that right there to me just sticks out because of uh, being 63 that's almost like retirement age exactly. and he's still pursuing something you know and it wasn't too late and he got it done and KFC's pretty big these days I would say like right. they're probably one of the biggest chicken brands in like the world or whatever I want to say So um, that's how you figure out, you know, how long you're supposed to stick to something. Mm -hmm. Figure out first, like I say, first figure out uh, if if it is a purpose or if it's the passion. Second, figure out if the purpose and the passion are the same. Thirdly, figure out if they're not the same, then what is the purpose?
1: And then start to pursue that. Exactly, man. Um, But,
0: uh, yeah, Derek, anything else you
1: want to say about that? Uh, Yeah, I was about to say, like, um, and also, like, with your talents as well, your talents is going to make room for you if you give it to God. So it's just, like, a talent will be a talent if you don't turn it into a gift. You know what I'm saying? Like, a talent is meant to be turned into a gift that is able to be gifted to others as well. But if you're you're still holding your talent in, it's just, like, it's just going to simply be a talent with no gift being resonated you know what i'm saying so like we said before like growth is gonna have to require some type of sacrifice yes this might be a passion that you love to do but when you keep on going this way god is trying to lead you this way you know what i'm saying so like you said um people i think the biggest thing that a lot of people say is it's it's impossible but you know that's that's in i feel like the world and the society made it to be impossible so that that got in your mind saying oh it is impossible but sometimes you just gotta beat the odds you gotta make the impossible possible you know what i'm saying like people might say like you know there's there's a 99 percent chance you know that you'll never get this but you have to make that one percent you know what i'm saying oh, yeah. so it's just a matter of you know god has always called us for a purpose and once you can really like enter into that purpose now it's it's not necessarily I'm working. It's like I'm growing now. I'm growing into that thing that God has called me to be. So if God calls you to be something, if God promised you something, his His words can never be, you know, rearranged or he'll never go back on his word. So if God calls you to be this, you're going to make it. But it's just a matter of as if he's keeping his side of the promise, you got to keep your side of the promise as well. You know what I'm saying? And actually work. And because faith without works is dead. You know what I'm saying? So you have to continue to put in that worth ethnic to get to where God has called you to be and if you can continue to do that like despite what comes up against you no matter how hard it is it's it's just a matter of you're going to get there either way because God called you for it so now it's just on you you know oh yeah you know the word
0: says that with man uh, you know it's impossible but with God God, all things are possible so knowing that it has to get to a point that it's beyond yourself like with humans we have limitations and things that that come upon us that we we hit this dead end and that's all we can do but until we give it to god to go beyond and push through that's when we're going to be able to do that so just know that if you reached a a dead end or hit a brick wall or whatever it is that's that's just your limitations Mm -hmm. once you put god's limitations on it, which is limitless then you can see that you can go uh like Buzz Lightyear is saying, infinity exactly. and beyond. Exactly, man. But you know, uh, yeah, so you can keep going further with God. With like I say, with man is impossible. God all things are possible. So when you reach your limit, you know, seek God and go to the you know, to the ways and to the links that He can take you to. Exactly. But let's uh let's get into the next topic, man. Um never hide from what you can what can heal you. Yeah, I think that was, that was one of the ones that you wanted to discuss there. So, uh, you want to, uh, kind of talk about that and what you meant by that and kind of talk to the people about your experiences and what you want them to
1: get from it. Yeah. So, um, I feel as if a lot of people are trying to hide what they can heal them. And basically what I'm saying is a lot of people are carrying this bur these burdens right now, these burdens that, you know, that it's hard for them to lift. And so, with that being said when they feel as if these burdens are hard for them to live they feel as if nobody else can carry their burdens you know what i'm saying so they feel as if um they feel as if they can't get of it out because they feel as if they can't be helped and not only from you know from people but they feel as if from god you know they they hide you know these wounds but in, in order for a wound to be healed you first have to expose that wound you know what I'm saying? You have to expose that wound so other people can try to help you and take care of it. And if, even if people can't fix it, you know, they can help out with that process a little bit. But also, it's just a matter of exposing wounds to God. It's like a lot of people say, well, God already knows what I'm going through. Why I got to tell him? And it's just like, you know, God cares for you so much that he wants to hear. It's like, like if, if, if your child, like, you know, saying something to you or giving you like a drawing and you already know, like... You already know what that child is doing and stuff like that. But it's like you still want to you you still want that child to know that you are hearing them because you want to give love and affection to it. And that's how I feel God works. So we can never think our problem is too big because the more that you think the problem is too big, you won't even pay attention to the big solution that is up and coming. And so um, I feel like that's that's one thing a lot of people need to do is just expose your wounds like an exposed wound can be healed. It may it may take time, but it's, it's still healing. You know, it's better for something to heal slowly but surely than to something to not heal and to keep hiding it. You know what I'm saying? So For sure. And I think, man,
0: as people, we
1: I think our problems a lot of
0: time is that we assume because God knows that he's supposed to intervene yeah. and change what's happening within our life. The way God operates is not in that way. God knows all things for sure. But don't assume that because he knows he's going to do something about it. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, and you know, it says God's a gentleman and God stands back. And to do that, God only comes into situations where he's invited. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of people struggle because they think that God knows it. And he's, why is he allowing these things to happen? And why is he allowing this to happen in my life and this? Well, first, you didn't invite him into your life. You can't assume because he knows he's going to do something about it. It's just like as people, we know a lot of stuff, a lot of things that people are dealing with. But we don't do anything about it because that person hasn't come to us to ask for help. Mm -hmm. So until we learn to seek God for the help and not assume that he's supposed to just jump in and help us because we're struggling. So what happens is when we struggle with something, we have to give that up to God god i'm struggling with this i'm dealing with that i need you to come into my life to help deal with this i don't know how i don't know where i don't know when but i know that you're capable of doing it and sometimes you gotta pray that thing like a whole bunch of times or you gotta pray yourself to sleep where it's been like so many times that i done prayed myself to sleep through like worrying and stressing and i realize now like worrying and stressing is not meant for me it's meant It it means that it's a problem or a situation or struggle that I can't, that I'm not physically able to deal with that. I have to give to God. Mm -hmm. So what I have to do when I give it to God, sometimes I give it to God and I'm praying so hard about it. God just puts me to sleep and takes care of it while I'm asleep. Exactly. What was it? It was, it was a couple times where in the Bible where it showed that like certain individuals did certain things, like they were praying, they were doing something, God put them to sleep and allowed it to happen. And I think like when, when God created Eve, What he did was he put Adam into a deep sleep. He's saying that it was something that Adam needed that Adam didn't even know Mm -hmm. put him into a deep sleep and created Eve from his rib while he was asleep. And there was a lot of different situations, like I said, in the Bible that God took care of while you were asleep. So if if you're praying and you pray yourself into to sleep or whatever, just know that God's working that thing out while you're asleep. But Mm -hmm. you have to give it to him. You have to invite him into your life because God is not going to jump in and take over a situation just because it's happening. Exactly. And that is the human way of thinking, like, he's supposed to do this because of that. No, no, no. That's the way that the human mind comprehends and thinks that God is supposed to do things. But God's word says that his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. So we can't assume that we know how God is. So in order to actually find out how God is and what he does and what he's capable of, He has a whole book, you know, the Bible that teaches you more and more about God and his ways, because a lot of things in the Bible go against what the normal mind can comprehend. And that's why a lot of people assume like, oh, man, this is crazy. This doesn't make sense. That's the way that God thinks, because it's not the normal way that we would think. He says, like, you know, things like forgive those who have hurt you. You're thinking like, no, I want revenge. I want this. I want that. It's like, no, God doesn't want that. And that's the way that God is. And because God's word goes against everything that you've learned and like in the world,
1: that makes you assume that God's word isn't real or true. Exactly, man. It says in the Bible to taste and see that the Lord is good. You know yep. what I'm saying? How how do you expect to see if if something is good, if you're not willing to try it, if you're not willing to taste it? You know what I'm saying? That That's how God works. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know with anxiety and worry. It's just like when you enter into those tough times, you can never forget where your strength lies, you know what I'm saying? I think that's the biggest thing. And for me personally too, like when I'm having a worry, thinking about all these different things that is happening, it's like it, when I was in the midst of my worry, I I always neglected where my strength came from, you know? I I found my like my strongest moments in life in my strongest times in the moments that I was struggling, you know what I'm saying? It was like through the struggle that you know what I'm saying? I was molded and shaped it shaped, and that's where my strongest moments, you know, grew and rose up in life. So it's just a matter of like just giving it to God. You know what I'm saying? Because and God he God can do something with his hands and we can't. You know what I'm saying? All we can do is just lift it up to him and allow him to work through it. You know, it's like he's the greatest craftsman and he can craft things even if it seems as if it was brought up from nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I just I just got a
0: message from the Holy Spirit, bro. It's yeah. like- you know, beyond our own limits is God's infinite abilities. I like that. I like that, man. Beyond our own personal limits is God's infinite abilities. Mm-hmm. And that infinite is everything. Beyond anything we can imagine. Exactly. So understand that. And that will help you to get past yourself, to get past your limitations. Because now it's it stops at you.
1: But it continues with God. Exactly, man. We gotta start putting limits on our limitless God, you know what I'm saying? Sure. So
0: But man, let's get into the this next topic. It's uh, you know, it, it kind of sounds like the first topic that we that we talked about, mm-hmm. but it, it's totally different. It sounds alike, but it's different, I'll explain it. It says, How long are you doing what you're doing before you decide to give to give up or quit? Yeah. So the first one we kind of talked about and was saying like finding like your calling you know or or your passion and understanding when you should give up when you should pursue something else and how to figure it out but this is more so talking about like your daily routines like how long are you like sticking to something before you get like exhausted in doing it and you don't want to do it anymore either you don't want to do it anymore for the rest of the day you don't want to do it anymore for a couple of days a week a month or just being done with it in, in general and quitting so I listened to the book, the, um, the Art of War, and he was saying that um, he did something for so long that he used to get exhausted and he would quit from doing it because he gave so much time and energy past what he could actually physically do, and it would allow him to like quit and do all that. So he got to a point to where he would uh, would do something and know his limitations, and he would know that this is enough and he would be done with it for the day or done with it for a couple hours based off of his limitations i think as people we need to understand our limitations and what uh what we're limited at and we don't need to look at other people and say oh their limitation is that so mine should be that no 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 your limitations are your limitations and others are others because we are trained and we produce the results that we get and others do the same thing so Uh, In order for you to to keep going and not give up or to not quit, you have to know your limitations, your own personal limitations and stop those limitations and where they are so that once you want to continue to do those things in the future, you're not tapped out because you realize your your limitations
1: and you stop the limitations and where they were so that you can continue in the future. Exactly, man. I I feel like it's better to know your limits than to not know your limits and when you not know your limits, I feel like you'll start to get drained a little bit. The more that you get drained and drained and drained, the more that you'll be unmotivated, the more that you will not want to be able to keep on going. And so you might be drained for a day, then that day turns into weeks and and years, and then you start to get in this situ- state to where as if you, you're just so unmotivated in life. So I feel like it's better to know your limits. And once you can know your limits, then you can know that your limits, like when you continue to feed into those limits as well. It's just a matter of, you know, you can produce something, you know, you can keep on producing things because it's like you now know your limits and also for, also like never get comfortable with your limits as well if that makes sense. Like, I feel like the more that we get com- comfortable in our limits, the more opportunities come and we know that we can handle it, where we just still stuck stuck on our you know, our limits then it's just, if we just get stuck in that that state of limitation and we feel as if we're so limited in life and we're we won't be able to go to that next level so that that just goes back to what i always say you know we can never settle for good enough when we call for greatness so it's it's good to know your limits but also once you can know that you can handle more don't be stuck in that limit as well continue to grow continue to mature in life because that's how that's how us as humans grow you know we continue to grow every single day you know what i'm saying so it's important to know your limits and um and just to, you know, not handle t- things that you know you can't handle because that is, at the end of the day, that's God's job, you know what I'm saying? When things are out of control, he's in control, you know what I'm saying? So um, I think it's just important to, you know, know your limits and to never think about the worst because you'll never see the best, you know what I'm saying? So, That's some good news, man, some good feedback for the people.
0: And hopefully, you know, you guys uh, can understand that you you stop at your limits for the day. But over time, once you realize your limits and you keep on going, your limits start to grow. You're able to produce more eventually. But you can't produce more if you tap yourself out. Exactly. It's like in like in a fight or in a game or whatever. You know your limitations, so you kind of you kind of peek out at your limitations and you don't just like give up. Like typically, let's say like. A UFC fight or something like a person like knows what their limits are, but they continue to keep going mm-hmm. and in the process of them keep going, they tap out. Exactly. Because and then now that they tap out that means they quit. Exactly. So if you don't know your limitations, you tap out and you quit. Exactly. So never get to a point where you tap out and you quit, but acknowledge what they are, give it some time to rest and all that and you can be uh re energized, refreshed to be able to get back to it when, when possible. Exactly but let's get on to this next topic here is it is it you or is it everybody else and what i mean by that is is it so do you feel that the problems and the issues that you face and that you're going through that is is your fault and is is the reason why it's your fault or is it everybody else's fault? Like, mm-hmm. is it your mom's fault? Is it your dad's fault? Is it your grandparents' fault? Is it your cousins, your uncles, your friends? It's different people. Are you who you are because of everyone else or have you acknowledged that it's because of you? Yeah. And what I mean by that is it's people that come into our life and they do some some messed up things. Mm-hmm. And that's that's out of our control. But also, we do some messed up things to ourselves that is within our control. Yeah. So we all live and we have problems from ourselves and problems from others. But the fact is that we have to get to a point where we can acknowledge that. And the best way to acknowledge the two and put them into one to better your life is to be able to acknowledge that what people have done to you in your life you have no control over that Mm -hmm. you have to it's 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 easy to say just give it up but it's easy to like work on if you feel that it's something that you can work on personally work on it if you feel that you can't seek counseling therapy whatever it is to overcome what others have done for you but what you've done to yourself personally you can deal with that because typically you've done some things to yourself and when you take ownership of what you've done to yourself you can become better a lot of times it's things that we are responsible for doing but we blame others for like a person could say something that we didn't like and in the process of doing that we beat the person up or we broke their window or we did something in a way that it didn't have to be done and then we say that it was that person's fault Mm -hmm. or that person did this or that person did that they made me do this and it's like no like once you get to a realization that no one makes you do anything like it's a thing called like manipulation like yeah people can manipulate you but you ultimately have the final say so in doing what you do and Mm -hmm. deciding to do what you do Mm -hmm. just because that person used manipulation doesn't mean that you have to go along with that manipulation. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, that's why I love the same principle over feelings, doing what's right over how you feel for the fact that, you know, with your feelings, you're going to make some irrational decisions. You're going to do things based off of your feelings and it's going to be emotional and it can lead you to doing some bad things. But if you look at it from a principle standpoint and doing what's right, it'll stop you from doing the thing that would allow your emotions to take over. Exactly. So, we're talking about, like I said, we're talking about, is it you or is it everybody else? Gave you some some pointers, some, some some things that can be helpful. So if you haven't had that conversation with yourself, is it me or is it everyone else? That's probably a good conversation to have with yourself and take ownership of the whole situation. But, exactly. you know, so Derek, what you got to say about that, man?
1: Um, Well, when it comes to somebody, you know, when it's everybody else that did something for your life that you know that it was them, um never let like the evil actions of others make you see not make you see the worth that's in you you know what i'm saying like i know that a lot of bad things happen and those things definitely need to be addressed but never think that you can never climb out of it like i said before that the problem is too big that it cannot be fixed or not be decompressed you know what i'm saying you know
0: yeah
1: a lot of um we have a lot of instances in life that we can't control, but that doesn't mean we we stop on what we can't control. And what you can control is, you know, like you said, seeking help or trying to find ways to get better, trying to find ways to heal, and even if it's slowly, it's surely. But it's, it's as long as you're trying to find that way, to or find that thing that can help you to keep on going. You know, I promise you that the, the problem will be fixed. And yes, you can't control that actions, but what you what you can control is your actions. And um, when it comes to um, you being the problem you know i feel like a lot of times we 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 get into this comfortable stage blaming others and not trying to self-assess ourselves if that makes sense i think i made the biggest problem that that in life i used to i used to blame a lot of people man i was like it it's because of them i'm in this state but at the end of the day they could have caused something but like you said before it was my actions that made me to where i am today and if you are in a place to where it's it's your actions that you are right there right now to where you don't want to be know it is it's your exact same actions that can get you out of that certain thing and that can help your life to get better as well so i feel as if we need to stop putting the blame on others stop and even stop putting the blame on others and stop finding excuses for yourself to where you are at where you are right now you know what i'm saying we have to stop with the excuses because the more that we feed ourselves with excuses we will never see the answer in the end and in the end you know what i'm saying um I feel like excuses just spawn like different negative thoughts, and those negative thoughts also lead us astray to what we've been called to do. So uh, I think we need to stop putting the blame on others and start self-assessing yourself, seeing okay, what can I do to get better, or what am I doing wrong? How can I turn this into something better? You know what I'm saying? So I think that's the I think that's the main thing that we have to do to really you know put aside the excuses because the more that you know you have excuses. You will never really see like the excellence of your life. So,
0: so man, I'm actually looking up. Um, God, I had I had a quote that was talking about the excuses. Dang, I can't can't find it. But it was saying that basically um, excuses are tools tools of the incompetent that build bridges of nothingness. Look. I forget how it goes, but. It's pretty much saying like, you know, excuses are, are invalid. Like mm-hmm. they don't really have a you know, they don't really serve a purpose within your life because of the uh the results and the things that it that it produces. Exactly. And you know, also in the Art of War, you know, he was pretty much saying that, you know, when we make compromises and stuff and we give excuses we we eventually give in to those. We give in to the things, the excuses that we um that we tell ourselves or the lies or the or the compromising that we do, because like, like I say, like it's it's easy for you to compromise with yourself. Like yeah. you're the e- like you can convince yourself to believe anything. Like it may be hard for somebody else to convince you, but if it comes to you and convincing, like you're the easiest person to convince yourself because you're going against yourself, and ultimately you win because it's you versus you. Exactly. But um, let's okay. get into this this next one, man. It's uh, what can make your life better? So what do you feel that um that can make your life better personally, Derek, or what do you think can make uh, another person's life better?
1: Um, I feel like the main thing that can make someone's life better is, first off, by getting into the mindset that I want to get better. You know what okay. I'm saying? I think that um, we – I feel like, you know, like we, we always talk, how we used to talk, and like we talk about, you know, people having this – a good game when it comes to talk. Yes. But then when it comes to actually getting into the field to play, getting into the dirty work, a lot of people don't want to do that. So I feel like when you get into this mindset of I actually want to get better, I actually want to see a change in my life, now it's now it's it's, it's no more talk It's about going after it now. It's about putting in that work to s- see this better life that you're going to see. So I think personally like I always say this always, but it's it's just always the answer to everything for me. The God made my life better. You know what I'm saying? And he was allow me to f- when I, when I gave my burdens to God, he also put things in my life, people in my life that allow my life to get better as well. So God made my life better. And and, in the process of doing that, he gave me things in life that allow my life to get better. So the things that he gave me in my life was just people like support, like you, man. And like, you know, everybody, like a lot of people who has my back, he also gave me this passion to where like, I can like, a passion? No, he gave me this purpose that aligned with my passion, and it was helping others. He allowed that to let my life get better. You know, he put these different things in my life for my life to overall be in this course that I wanted to be in. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I just started to put myself in the mindset of I want things to get better, and not just with that, but like that's with everything. The more that you change your mindset, and the more that you you put in your mindset, I want to grow each day. That's that's how that's how things start to. Really roll in life, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I think that's that's one of the few nuggets I have. It's just just to put your put put yourself in a position to where you're tired. That's that's exactly what we was talking about last week, man. We like how we was just tired, man. And the more that we get tired of of this old mindset, the more that we'll be transformed into this new mindset. You know what I'm saying? And if we're transforming to this new mindset, this mindset will help us to really grow into what we were meant to be or to start to see things in a new way and not just see things, but just, you know, see things in just a beautiful way and see things with worth. So. That's what I have on a few things like that, man. You know,
0: I love that Dave Ramsey says, you got to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. Exactly. So, in order, and I love what you said, in order to better your life, you have to acknowledge it, that my life is not where I want it to be or Mm -hmm. where it should be. And once you can can understand that, then that's the start of everything. You can't. Without doing that, it's almost impossible to, to understand that you need a better life. Yeah. Because a lot of times as people, what we do is we look at other people's lives and because their lives are different than ours, I'm not going to say better because better is like, you know, who's to define what better is? Like mm-hmm. a person has more money, has this, that that doesn't mean better. Mm-hmm. But you can't look at a person's situation and think that their life is better based off of them having more things than you or them having just more than you. That doesn't mean better. It's just where their life is. So exactly. if you don't know where your life is and where you think it should be, then you can never determine what better is for your life. Uh-huh. So like you said, like that that should be the foundation. Figuring out where my life is and where I think it should be or where it actually should be.
1: Exactly.
0: And from there, coming up with tangible steps uh-huh. to realize like, what can I do to make my life better? Not what can someone else does for me, but what can I do? Because what's going to happen is for the most part, it's going to be only you that's contributing to your life and making it better. Sometimes you get some good people to come along that that support it, that believe in you, that want to help, that want to contribute to it. But for the most part, that's not always the case. Exactly. And understanding that that's not always the case will help you to not get frustrated in the future when you're trying, but you don't see any help. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get help, sometimes you don't. But it's always something that you can do in the process of that. Exactly. And that's with professional development, motivational videos, personal courses, education, you know, reading, writing, uh, becoming better at different things. And in the process of doing that, your life is becoming better based off the things that you're working on and the things that that you're contributing to. Uh, you becoming successful and allowing your life to be better Mm -hmm. and if it's with your marriage is finding marriage books uh, marriage videos and even if it has to be like marital counseling you know whatever it is you know that can be if it's with your kids you know whether it's reading, writing, studying, watching videos about them or even going to counseling with your kids like you know it's so many different ways like they have counseling for just about everything you know you also have videos just about everything you can just about write about anything you have blogs and and paragraphs and articles just about anything so based off of what your needs are and what you feel you should be there is something that can contribute to that based off where you are you decide what that is and you keep moving and pushing the envelope forward based off of your personal situation hear me hear me clearly when i say your personal situation it's not about the next person. It's not about anyone else but you. Exactly. So in order to make your life better, you have to understand where your life is. No one else's. Stop looking at everyone else's and start looking inside to realize where your life is and where it should be headed.
1: Exactly, man. That's that's definitely true, man. You know, like, and that just goes back to where, like, we shouldn't have excuses. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like excuses, the only thing excuses work is our mouth. It doesn't work the things around us. You know what I'm saying? Like, um... With those excuses, you know what I'm saying? It, it can never make room with a faithful talk. Because that faithful talk is not just going to talk. It's going to actually put in what it's meant to do. So you have to put yourself to where you want to be better. And now you have to actually do the worst ethnic to actually get better. Because the more that you talk about a better life, the more that you won't actually be able to live a better life. Because you're just talking and you're not actually, you're not, you're not actually putting in the work. You know what I'm saying? So there's always room. To get better. There's always room to see things that you need to see for your life. And if the more that you really the more that you don't talk it, but you live it as well and you receive it and you believe it, just like um DeAndre Wilder said, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Um that that's that's that will open up many things, you know what I'm saying? There's this is so much power to speak in life, you know what I'm saying? You have to really speak life in death situations, you know what I'm saying? Um, and just allowing God to, to help you and push you through that as well. So I actually found the
0: quote that I was looking for, and in the process of finding that I also found another one. So excuse is defined as a reason or explanation put forth put forward to define or justify a fault or offense. Okay. Okay, that's what excuse is. But the one I was looking for was the excuses are tools of the incompetent and build bridges of nothingness and monuments of nowhereness. I like and I that. think that was by Frank Ocean that said that. I like that. And that was one of my favorite quotes cuz it allows you to understand like how far excuses are going to lead you, which mm-hmm. is nowhere. Like it, it it builds nothing. It takes you nowhere so you're basically stuck where you are or you go backwards because the excuses you know put you there. Exactly. But man, that's uh um, that's the topics we have for the week and I'm going to go over them again so you guys can know kind of be aware of of where we are with with the podcast Um, so the first topic was how long are you sticking to the things that you're doing Uh, the second one was never hide from what what can heal you the third one was how long are you doing what you're doing before you decide to give up or quit the fourth one was is it you or everybody else and the last and final one was What can make your life better? Mm. So that's just a summary of the topics that we went over the day. And hopefully those topics can help you. If not, you know, please write a review. Uh, Tell us what the podcast was like, what you like to see uh, added to the podcast, what you would like to be taken away. You know, any type of criticism is is good. You Mm -hmm. know, I always feel that constructive is the best. But whether it's negative, whether it's positive or constructive we will take it we will become better with it and uh we'll just take it at what it is uh you can usually leave your reviews on Apple Podcasts and you can also leave reviews on on Instagram or Facebook but you can also send in personal reviews or how you feel at our email com, and you can uh send reviews there and we can respond to you because obviously we're looking forward to what you guys have to say and your feedback because ultimately it's you guys that are listening to it and it's not us so whatever value whatever we can add to it please uh, give us your feedback and your concerns or the way you think about it and we can add those things and we can make it better based off of your listening experience for sure but Derek was there anything else that you had to say to the people to um before we end it for the
1: week um I think you put it perfectly man just um you know, any type of um, criticism, even if it's negative, we're going to use it in a constructive way to build us up either way. Sure. So anything that you leave, and um just want to end it off just by saying, um, you know, things do get better at the end of the day. You know, you have to always allow your faith to stand. Um, you always got, you always it's, it's like you can lie in peace because you know your faith is standing against something. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be in the state of worry no more and doubt no more because at the end, you know, Things was gonna work out for the good of those that you know trust in the Lord, you know what I'm saying, so um it's just a no matter where your trust lies, but that's all I have to say.
0: And then also I want to leave with a special shout out to the handful of people that that actually listen to the podcast. Oh, yeah. We're super grateful for you guys. You know, we know it's just a couple of you guys that do. And we're we're going to focus on the ones that do. So shout out to all the people that listen to the podcast. Not all the people, but the few people yeah. that do. And we want to, you know, praise you and thank you for we listening to this. It. We appreciate it. We do this for you. And for the ones that aren't, like, we're not going to harp and say, oh, you guys should do this. We get it. It's not your thing. And hopefully one day it will become your thing. But we'll continue to improve, to strive, to become better so that one day the thing that you don't listen to becomes one of your favorite things. Exactly. You know, that's about it for the day. So we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.